Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. And, you know, these are the dog days of summer we're into, but we got a lot of news going on. And a lot of it is national, international news that you kind of think, ugh, why do I care about that? But it really does affect us because we are officially in a trade war. Those uh, retaliatory tariffs fell into place on Canada Day, 16 billion worth against U.S. imports. And, of course, the United States responded by uh, Trump's, you know, push them, say something back. So Sarah Saunders came out today and uh, with, or over the weekend with her response. We've been very nice to Canada for many years, um, and they've taken advantage of that, uh, particularly advantage of our farmers. And at the G7, the president actually proposed that they get rid of all tariffs and drop all barriers and have uh, really great trade, and they uh, refused that. Okay. Well... Has this changed the way you feel? I mean, I'm talking to a lot of people who are offended, quite frankly, with how Canada is being treated. Does it change, you know, the way that you're interacting with your American friends? You know, I'm going to Chicago in August for a weekend. And this trip was planned months ago, paid for whatever. We can't cancel. But I'm not comfortable with it. And it's, it's nagging me. I would not go now if the situation were different. I just won't. I'll happily tell our American friends when I'm there that they are wrong, but I will shop as much as I can Canadian. I tend to do that in the the summer with local produce and and supporting that. And um, I try to do the little things. And I've already told my family, I've got immediate family there. If this is not resolved, I cannot be coming to the September birthday parties. Sometimes you just got to stand up, but does it actually do anything? Does it change anything? Let's ask. Cindy Togham Cherniak is a... Trade lawyer, busier than usual right now. She joins us now. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Alex. All right. Where are we now that the retaliatory tariffs have come in? We know that Sarah Sanders, who is Mr. Trump's uh, spokesperson, came out and, you know, once again scolded Canada. But do you get the sense that we're going to be waiting now for a couple of months? Or when do we expect an actual response from Mr. Trump? Well, I think that we're not going to get back into the NAFTA renegotiations for a couple of months. I expect that we might hear from President Trump before we get to back to the NAFTA negotiating table. I think that he's still going to be uh, talking regularly about imposing the 20 or 25% mm-hmm. tariff on autos and auto parts. And is that just talk? Is that, you know, pre-midterm rhetoric? Or will he pull the pin and, and try to say, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually you know, teach them a lesson to to make a broader message. It's not beyond the realm of possibility that he will do it. And that will be devastating for the Canadian auto industry. So with what Canada has done now with the the $16 billion, and I know a lot of people laugh, oh, pens and and maple syrup and and this and that seems quite small, but who will it impact? Well, it will impact Canadian consumers. But uh, the Canadian government has said that uh, they've selected goods that can be purchased locally Mm -hmm. so that the consumer can uh, purchase an alternative that is uh, either Canadian 
or from one of our other trading partners. I'm not sure we had a choice but to do this, but in doing so, um, even the retaliatory tariffs, we still hurt ourselves. You always hurt yourself with retaliation. Um, It is always a last resort, uh, and it is not something that any country really wants to do. Uh, But I, I... you know, Canada didn't have much of a choice if we were going to send a message that the steel tariffs were unacceptable. And what kind of, you know, what kind of talk are you hearing um, from American companies? Do they understand this? Is there an anger brewing? Where are they pointing the finger of blame? It depends on where the companies are located in the United States, quite frankly. Uh, There are a number of companies who are in the northern part of the United States where they do a lot of business with Canada. There is a better understanding of the trading relationship with Canada, and they are not in favor. Uh, These more southern uh, companies in the southern states, um, they do not do as much business with Canada. I mean, that being said, Utah and Texas does a lot of business with Canada, and so does California, but there are a number of states that do less business, and um, they're more focused in on the Mexico relationship. Right, right. And, of course, they just had a change of government, so that uh, could uh, make things quite interesting, uh, certainly at the negotiating table. But, you know, I spoke with a business, a steel manufacturer in Stony Creek last week. They have lost 60% of their U.S. business in the month of June, and I was quite taken aback by that significant loss. Um, you know, but, again, I also heard that there's no negotiation happening with NAFTA at all. I thought they would be working through it this summer. Should we be surprised by this, or is this the way it's done? Well, this isn't the way it's done. This is highly unusual, and both governments, both the U.S. government, Trump administration, and the Trudeau government are playing to their base. So you and and they keep on switching positions, um, and it's kind of hard to keep up. At one point in time, we wanted things to slow down to get a better deal. The U.S. wanted to move fast. Now the U.S. Mm-hmm. doesn't want to move as fast. We're saying we're ready to go back to the table and we're ready to negotiate. But that being said, uh, we know at this point in time the, the Trump administration wants three main things. Autos, mm-hmm. they want um, supply management, and they want the de minimis threshold increased, and then the sunset clause. And unless we're willing to go to the table right now and put all of that on the table, it is going to be a long and drawn-out process. But Mr. Trump was apparently ready to give up the sunset clause, and I don't think at this point Mr. Trudeau, um, you know, giving up the supply management issue, that should be just a done thing at the betterment of um, of our country. But again, I think you nailed something very important. It's that this is playing to the base. And I know it's playing to Trump's base. They're going to elections. It won't hurt them the way it does Canada. But the fact that our prime minister is playing politics with me, with us on this issue, you know, that to me, this is just, a, this should not be acceptable. It's unfortunate that both both sides uh, are, are playing to their base, and the pawns, uh, for lack of a better word, are the Canadian consumers and the Canadian businesses. And a number of Canadian businesses will be hurt by the retaliation, and they're being hurt by Trump's uh, steel and aluminum tariffs. And if it goes to the next step, which is autos and auto parts, there will be you know significant effects. Uh, for Canadian businesses, right in Ontario. Right, but it, it, it gives Mr. Trudeau a built-in excuse now that Trump has come out and said we will not do NAFTA till after the election. He can say, well, we've tried to get back at the table, but they won't budge. Um, but again, if, if the Trudeau government wanted a deal, they could strike a bilateral deal uh, pretty quickly, I would imagine. 
It's hard to say whether or not they could or they couldn't. Uh, you know, the one thing with President Trump that he's so unpredictable. Mm-hmm. So as soon as we give him supply management, what is it that he's now going to ask right. for and say, I'm not ready to sign. I'm going to see what else I can, what other concession I can get from Canada. And so I think that um, it, it's, a, it's very difficult to negotiate against yourself, mm-hmm. which is the course that these negotiations are taking. Right. So what happens over the next couple of months while we wait for NAFTA to get back to the bargaining table? Uh, Is it kind of just slow and steady, everyone's just watching, or are we going to start to see the markets get really hit, um, you know, and see real volatility uh, with finances? I would think that the markets are going to see some strain. Businesses are going to see some strain. There will be layoffs um, at businesses. And then we're going to be talking about, okay, what about buying local then? Our Canadian pride coming through. Mm -hmm. And should we, you know, not buy U.S. products? Should we not buy U.S. services? Because it's not just goods that we're talking about, really. At this point in time, we talk a lot about goods, but we should be talking about services as well. And are Canadians going to stop buying U.S. services? And tourism, are Canadians going to say, you know what, I'm not going to go to Florida this this winter. I'm not going to go to Arizona this winter. I'm not going to take my summer vacation down in the yeah. United States. Are we going to move into other areas where this will negatively affect the marketplace for a long time into the future? All right. Well, we'll keep watching that. Cindy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Cindy Togham Cherniak is a trade lawyer and knows this game. So you've been warned. You're on point. I'm Alex Pearson and Global News Radio.